There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And we're going to talk about that horrible, disgusting movie. Garbage. Garbage. Garbage, garbage, garbage of the galaxy. Avengers. The garbage War. Garbage War. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Infinity War. Part one of... Five. Five. Oh, God. <laughs> Just give it to me forever. I want all of it. Part one of Infinite. I love it. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just oh, my God. They keep making the he's same movie. Making, oh, my fucking God. I would love that. They keep resetting. He snaps. They keep oh, resetting. God. And dude, Robert Downey Jr. is like 65. Like, I gotta stop. I gotta, it's over. My career. It's been over for a long time. You let me die in peace. Walt Disney. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Movie. So, let's see. What, what happened in that movie? There was something about some rocks. There was, you, there is this, was, this is the moment you take to go and change your clothes for bed. You're so weird. <laughs> we were recording in a hotel room because Mike and I travel for a living. You know, we travel around the, the Midwest. And uh, he just stood up and just took his pants off. I had shorts on. You had shorts on. Still not the point. You still just stood up out of the blue and ripped your pants off while we're podcasting. It's, it's warm in there. It's inappropriate. Good weather. I turned the fan off and the air conditioning because it was loud. We're staying at a Hilton Hotel. We're on the eighth floor, and the fan sounds like a goddamn airplane propeller. It's like, it's like inappropriate. <laughs> not acceptable. No, so, but movies and stuffs and things. Yeah, this movie. Oh, okay. yeah. I got a list of likes. I like The Hulk gets his huge ass kicked. Yeah, that was awesome. I liked that some Asgardians survived, including, uh, what's her name? Valkyrie. Valkyrie, who I love. Um, I like that Loki actually dies. Yep. That was fantastic. It was great. His neck just... It crunched um, it. That was I awesome. really enjoyed that Captain America and Black Widow versus Corvus Glaive Proxima Midnight fight. It was I mean, nice. I, I mean, yeah, I realized that Scarlet Witch was there. And Vision was there, but they just pretty much got their asses handed to him moving over. Yeah, like, Scarlet Witch just kind of, like, held... Proxima Midnight back. She didn't really mm. do anything. She's like held her back. The, the fuck happened? They're so like underpowered. I mean, what happened to fucking who, House of M? The, uh, who Scarlet? Because she's be like, well, it's because she's not, she left the Avengers so quick. She left them so early. That's why she's so underpowered right now. She was only with them for like eight months, and so then she'd be like, no more, no more mutants. She'd be like, no more bitches. No <laughs> more bitch. <laughs> She disappears. Bitch. Somewhere Jean Grey's like, what the fuck vanishes? <laughs> Last words before death. Bitch. <laughs> so terrible. She, uh, yeah, she's underpowered in the movies because uh, she was only an Avenger for like eight months and then Civil War happened and then she went off the grid with Vision and they just been a romance ever since. And they did. They killed her fucking brother off, which I thought was stupid. Yeah, I think he'll come back. I love Chris. I think Silver. he's got a lot of potential to come back. He's a fun character. Although in the books, he's a little, in the comics, he's a little bit of an arrogant ass. You know what he reminds me of in the comics? Huh. He reminds me a lot of Namor. He's a bit like Namor with speed. He's arrogant, 
Namor was and pre- speed. presumptuous. I mean, really speed, of course, obviously. Yeah. And without those little stupid little wings on his ankles. Yeah. Mm. Without dumb powers. Yeah, dumb power. <laughs> Namor is so fucking useless. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, he is. He's a bit of a, I don't know. He's just Aquaman, but less, better dressed. And, and uh, stronger. I mean, he's, he is stronger. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. Didn't they say he's like the first mutant? He was like the, the very first. Yeah, he's like the proto-mutant. Yeah. There was, or some shit the whole, like the whole getting his ass kicked was interesting because it's like it was nice because you could see uh, Thanos didn't even u- have to use the power stone he had it in the gauntlet but he didn't have to use it yeah he didn't actually charge it he's still physically strong because the titans are just strong but Thanos is really strong yeah he's like you know being that deviant strain mm-hmm. and being like the warlord that he is that dude's just a beast and then he starts pulling out like the special like ne- neo moves and shit oh yeah he's fucking like jumping <laughs> he's like whap 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 he like he, blo- he blocks the Hulk's punch and then punches the inside of his shoulder, kicks him in the that knee. That shit was so great. Punches. I mean, it was really good. It was like pop, 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 pop. James Bond shit. You know. He fucking picked him up like John Cena and just slammed his ass. That was pretty funny. And the Hulk's like, Dude? oh, and fucking you know. And then you get like uh, Heimdall just be like one last time and he sends him to Earth which I thought was pretty right. sweet he was like he was like oh fathers yeah. give me the strength it was awesome <laughs> it was so cool it was like Mumra it was powers of darkness give me the strength right it was it was so ancient spirits of evil transform this decayed form to Fucking sweet. Oh. And then he gets fucking murdered right oh, after and that. And a slow death, too. It's not like he was a quick Right, he, got, he just got the... He gets stabbed. He gets stabbed is bad. Like, you know, you get shot. Right. It's like it's over. But you get stabbed, it's slow. You sit there and just take like, it till ah, you bleed it, bleed ah, out. Like, ah. Um, <laughs> ah. And then, uh, yeah, then Loki died. Loki died, which I thought was I thought it was fake. But maybe it was real. It, it, it could very well turn out that he's not actually dead. I could see it, but... Me too, like but, he faked it. But, I mean, the thing is, because, you know, if you think about it, what? Fucking Thanos didn't have the reality stone at that point. Or the soul stone. Or the soul stone. So he couldn't tell if, they, if Loki was putting glamour... Well, he may have been able to, but, but he, Thanos does use magic. Yeah. In the comics. I don't yeah. know in this, if he does in this. I don't know if he does in this, because they didn't show it. They only showed him with the gauntlet. But, yeah. Um, it's really true. Actually. But he definitely blew up that ship. Yeah. And there's not many ways that Loki could have managed to get away. He couldn't have got away with Hulk because Hulk was gone before Loki, air quote, died. It couldn't have been, uh, like, I don't think he could have been in the the Thor situation because I feel like he would have revealed. Like, there would have been no real reason to hide when he, when people are gathering to fight him. Especially with that touching moment he had right before he died, like where he was, like he was like, yeah, I accept that I wasn't Odin's son, but I'm I'm taking the family like name because they raised me and I'm I'm royalty because of them, and like that was a really good moment for him. Um, then Banner totally uh, erectile dysfunctioned his whole way through this whole like entire movie. Like, it's just, I can't be Hulk. Nope. That was, was interesting. He's like, Hulk, come out. Hulk's like, fuck you. And just, yeah, like, fucking like, no. crawled back into his dick. Like, yeah, that was weird. It was really strange. He was like, no. That, the CGI on that scene was kind of weird, but it was, like, hilarious. It was. It was It was good. You know, for what I mean, for what it was. 
for what it was. And he's just like, ah, what do you mean, no? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> when uh, that entire New York scene was great, just starting with uh, starting with Tony and uh, Pepper in the part, and then Doctor Strange shows up. He's like, hey, uh, you gotta come with me. He's like, for what? <laughs> or what did he say? He said, you gotta, uh, you selling cookies or something? And he, like, immediately, like... <laughs> yeah, he's just being a jerk. Yeah. And he's like, y- y- it's urgent. He's like, well, how urgent we talking? And then Banner shows up, and he's like, Tony, are you gonna get your ass in here? Like, <laughs> I got some stories to tell, bro. I got bro. some stories, dude. I got some... Come on. I got, I got a couple lines of Coke. I got some right. coffee. I got some you, bitches. Get you like, ready to go. <laughs> Pepper's like, what the fuck? He's right. like, Tony's like, shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> horrible, typical Snap. rich guy. <laughs> rich asshole. No, that never happened. That's not happening. No, that wasn't funny. That was the Don't Feed After Midnight version. That was the special Full edition. Full, the special edition. <laughs> the director's cut. The, the Don't Feed After Midnight director's cut. <laughs> Full of insulting, inappropriate humor. And awkward boners. It just, it just leads <laughs> off. People are just like, oh. It's just a, the, the, first, the opening credits are just a parade of Iron Man armor. And then, like, B-Care, like, like you see, like, Moon Knight come by. We're like, oh, oh Moon Knight. Oh, oh, Moon Knight. Conceal the boner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it was it was really good. The, I liked also the Gamora scenes. Like, they were emotional. Well-written. Mm. And the romance between uh, her and Peter Quill. The fact that felt, it's evolved. And it felt like it wasn't new. It had been going on for a while. Because at this point, we've had a couple of well, years. Well, right? since Guardians... Guardians 2 presumably takes like takes place like a month after Guardians 1. Yeah. So, like... And, and Guardians then, 1 takes place like back when like Avengers 2 happened or some shit. And you have a year or so. I mean, the Guardians have been tramping around the galaxy for at least a year at this point. Well, since Guardians 2, it's been like three years. Yeah. So, like, they got three years of experience as a team just patrolling the space mm-hmm. and doing their Guardians thing, whether they're robbing people or whether they're saving planets. But, uh, no, they just they did a really good job showing that, like, Gamora and, and Peter are, like, past that whole awkward stage of, like, we're going to hide our relationship. Yeah. We, like, we, they're, they're actually serious about it. That's true, and the, the comedy with the Guardians was really good because it kept. It's really weird. It kept up the same pacing and the same quirkiness of that movie. It, it did. It was you really know, the, perfect. The, you know the trash panda comedy. You know, so I love that. He, now he's mocking me. Yeah, it's a <laughs> funny. He called him. What he call him? A, a bunny. Did he called him a trash panda or some shit. Oh no, uh, you're talking about Thor. Thor, uh, yeah. Thor, Thor called, called him a rabbit. The space rabbit. He just called him rabbit all the time. Yeah. He's just like. What's a rabbit? <laughs> and Groot had like a sass mouth. Oh, the first thing they do is they Groot's like, oh Groot. Like, yeah. Whoa, language. He's like, hey, you Groot. Oh, Whoa. Oh, oh, think of the children. That was so fucking funny. And then uh, and Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. He was so fucking His good. His role was like out of nowhere, that was but great. it was perfect. See, when he first showed up, I was like, damn, he's a giant. And then every scene after that where Thor isn't in the same shot, I'm like, oh, it's just Peter Dinklage. Because he's, he's, he's so got the midget good. frame. So when you see him just standing in an area alone, you're like, oh, he's a midget. It's, but it, when he's next to, to next to Thor and he's towering over him, you're like, oh, he's a giant. Yeah. So like, I'm watching the movie I and I'm think switching he's a, back he's a, and yeah, forth. He's a dwarf, but he's, he's a Nephilim dwarf, so he's, so he's a, giant. a giant. Yeah. But he's still technically like he has dwarf proportions. Right. 
That's really strange. It's, it's funky. I don't get it. Um, but it, it was real. I love Peter Dinklage. He's fantastic. You know, he's probably one of the most premier actors I think of our time. He's really. really oh yeah, he's a class act for sure. You know, he's the movies he's been in. You know, I saw one movie he was in, and it was just all I saw was at the end of it. He's just sitting there smoking a cigarette, sitting out on a porch with a bunch of people. I'm like. It's a good movie. That's the coolest dude. I don't even know. I, like, a, I don't even know what this movie, movie is. This movie's but fantastic. Peter Dinklage is smoking on a porch. That's, awesome. That's the shit. And the deaths were cool in this movie. You know, like a lot of the deaths. way people died. Yeah. You know, was really Gamora well getting sacrificed. Oh my god, that emotional. Was great. The Red Skull being the, the protector of the Soul Stone. That um, was really good. Yeah, that it was an interesting callback because he hasn't been seen since Captain America. It's That's been what, a 10 long years? time. Yeah, like well, shit, like oh, well, 2010. Is it, oh, it's only been that far? Eight years ago. It's oh. been like majority of the MCU since Cap 1. Oh, really? When did Captain America First Adventure come out? I think it was like the fourth movie. Hmm. Or maybe the fifth. I, it was Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Iron Man 2, and then like... It was either Cap or Thor after that. I think it was Cap, then Thor, then Avengers, if I'm correct. I think that's I what it remember. is. I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been so long. Um... But yeah, it's been like eight years since Captain America, so like, no one was expecting the Red Skull to be the main dude, and he looked badass, like, just like... It's been seven years since we've seen Red Skull. Seven, yeah. Yeah. So. He's, uh, it's, it's really cool how he like, how they explained him, how he's like, uh, cursed with this, like, job of just making sure that whoever comes for the Soul Stone knows how to get it. And that's his only purpose in the universe. Yeah, for the last what seven decades, he was basically watching over the stone. Yeah, and it was it was his punishment for thinking he could wield the space stone. But my question is, who punished him? Right. It, well, exactly. Cause, you know, and that's a whole other thing to open up. And what happens after Thanos gets the Soul Stone? Is Red Skull just sent back to Germany? Like, is he good, or is he fucking like free to die? Like, like, what's the deal there? Like, he's he was cursed the moment he touched the Tesseract, and his only goal was to be the keeper of the Soul Stone until someone got it. And the thing is, Hugo Weaving, it was, like, really vocal about not wanting to return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They replaced his ass. They did. with Yeah, because they were going to be like, I don't want to be in those movies. Like, oh, fuck you then. Well, you fuck like, you then. Yeah. We'll get somebody that can just be you. Yeah, so he was he was played by the impressionist uh, Walking Dead actor Ross Marquand. He's a beast. Marquand? Marquand. Markhand. Markhand. He's cool. And, uh, He's really cool. He's the gay dude. Um, I'm, I'm Walking Dead. Um, really? His, his boyfriend died. What? Yeah, Aaron. He's uh. That was him. Yeah. Oh, so it was. What do you know? I yeah, he no was the recruiter. Idea. He didn't. He does like when you watch the movie. He doesn't like. There's very few moments where you see it like in his yeah, face. Yeah, that's him. You know. But like majority of the time you're looking at him, it's like holy shit. They just brought in Red Skull. That's fucking crazy. Really funny. Um. The usage of the stones in this movie was top-notch. It was very interesting, wasn't it? I was so happy they went the route they did. The usage of the reality stone especially was like the shit. They really got that one right. On, uh, like on, in, no, in Nowhere, when he had this entire illusion that like he was still interrogating the Collector... And yeah. then they show up, and they're like, oh, shit, he's interrogating him. He's going to get a stone. What the fuck? And then Gamora's like, fuck all that. Well, I'm going to stop him. And then he's just like, yeah, you thought you could kill me right out the gate. Well, uh, that's a shame. 
because uh, I'm still alive. I'm still alive, and everybody here is. And dead. She started crying when she killed him, though. She was oh yeah, because she she, she really like did not want to have to do that. She does that the twisted, almost Patty Hearst thing, right? That Stockholm, yeah, where she's like, yeah. Uh, She's a her. victim, but she still loves yeah. the people that victimized and you got, her. And I loved it, like, as they faded away, as reality faded away, you saw um, the, the collector just waving off. Oh, the yeah, he's, like, in, he's in the cage he's, or whatever. He's, he's happy. Like, he's like, Wee! Yeah. You gotta wonder, though, is he dead, or did he throw the stone at Thanos and run away? I think he's fucking dead. I don't think so. I, I think he escaped, because he is an elder of the universe, and he's very, very smart. I think he's fucking done. And he survived a lot of shit. I think he's done. I think he's such a weasel of a character that he's dead, but and, he, they, and they're going to leave it at that. But the thing is, the Collector, like the Grandmaster, believe it or not, is actually physically very powerful. Oh, yeah. And, he, and he's like, he can direct cosmic energy. Like, he's cosmically, pow- cosmically powered. So, I mean, whereas Thanos does, he has a lot of strength, he doesn't wield the power cosmic, I don't think. I don't think he wields power cosmic. And if you're, I mean, if you like, literally, if you can wield the power cosmic. No, at this point, Thanos doesn't wield the power cosmic. Yeah, because you can survive in space, you can fly faster than light, you can do all this shit. It's basically like a silver I don't surfer. know. See, that's what I feel like. I feel like the MCU, Grandmaster and uh, Collector, I feel like they're both just brothers that are really fucking old. Like, I, I don't know what it is. They, they have yet to give the proof that they are... Yeah, they didn't really define them. They, they haven't defined them. That's what bugs me about it. That's the only thing that bugs me about their characters. Because the Grandmaster, you know, they gave him this player's route where he's like, you know, he's just running the club, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's just, he is the kingpin of Sakaar. Um, and then the Collector, he's just, he's just the Collector. He's, yeah. he's the guy that collects the goodies and sells the goodies. Like, he, they've given him nothing else. He just seems like a weirdo. They've shown no power from him. Well, there's that third brother. There's that third brother. Um, I forget what the gardener. Oh the yeah, gardener. the dude that makes uh, that made Groot. Groot. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? So I mean, I wonder if they'll have him in the next. He he could be in movie. Guardians Three. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be sweet. Make Super Groot. Super Groot. That'd be hilarious. That'd be the shit. Um, yeah, it was pretty sweet. I mean, I liked, I liked Gam- Gamora's death. Death didn't make sense. You know. Oh yeah. It had I, to be. You know. I, f- I figured it was going to happen. The creation of Thor's um, new axe thing was really cool. That was the shit. Very, very like cool the, visuals. Uh, what, what, I mean, they kind of, the Wakanda parts were interesting. I mean, they didn't really show them a lot. Like, I mean, it was they, quick. The Wakanda was, parts yeah. were quick. I expected a little bit more, given the popularity of Black Panther. They really didn't focus on them as much. I mean, they had to fit a lot in, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, but um. Well, I found out um, the Russos and the writers of this movie were writing it as Black Panther was in concept stage. Oh. So they've been working on this movie for like four years now, and even really back know. then, before Black Panther even had a fate in his movie, mm. like they were already writing his death in Infinity War. Hmm. Like they were already writing his disappearance, and uh, you know. A, a major Marvel exec I heard like came up to them and was like, "Dude, like we're making a lot of fucking money off of Black Panther, and a lot of people are gonna know either there's gonna be a sequel coming or there isn't gonna be a sequel coming based on what you do in this movie. Mm-hmm. Please don't kill him." And they were like, 
fuck you. We know what we're doing yeah, with exactly. the story. Yeah. Like, we're the people that are geniuses behind this. Just wait for the second... <laughs> like, like, wait for Avengers yeah, 4. What the fuck you think this is, like, Warner Brothers? Like, You're gonna this, fuck with us? This, this pays off. Like, shut up. <laughs> this, this ain't Justice League, motherfucker. Right. They kick him and they throw him... They literally pick him up and physically throw him off a lot. <laughs> like, I own this lot. Oh. Deadpool wedgies the chick from behind oh, and God. walks away. <laughs> that what I mean now what scenes didn't you like though because I mean there were I mean there was very little I did not there, like about there this were movie. scenes I didn't like there were CGI moments I didn't like oh yeah the Hulk thing the, or the, banner. the Hulk the Hulk buster in the banner suit with the helmet off for no fucking reason I don't understand that they like didn't it get ripped off I thought you ripped off no, no there's the didn't. there's the moment where Thor shows up to Wakanda and you see the axe whirl out and, and then like comes back he catches it and then Banner purposely pops the head up on the Hulkbuster and he's like you guys are so screwed and his head and his body it just doesn't match up with whether it's the lighting or something mm. but he just doesn't match up with the Hulkbuster at all in that shot and then at the very end when Cap's like sitting there like contemplating the fact that Thanos just won and they show the zoom out shot, like, they fucking, they show Banner again with the helmet up, like, and I'm just looking at it like, God, that looks terrible. But Tony would pop the helmet open sometimes, too, to talk. Not in the Hulkbuster. He was, he no. was, he was talking to Hulk, like, through the... Well, yeah, definitely, yeah. And there's plenty of moments where Tony is talking through the helmet anyway to people. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. There was really no reason for it, especially in the battle. Like, they were amongst the battle, and he pops it open to say, you guys are screwed. Like, just yell it. You got a speaker system. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, amplification. Yeah. I mean, come on. There were some, like, there was, like, there were a few things I didn't like. I mean, I realize that, like, like yeah, Star-Lord and Gamora, like, he loved her, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peter Quill is supposed to be this good leader. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be seasoned at this point, right? I mean, he's he's a seasoned. He was supposedly. You know. He's he's very playful of a character, though. But I mean, like losing it and punching Thanos in the face like that, knowing what was at stake. Oh, I get it. But I, I was like, uh. I I knew why he did it. I I understand why he did it because the dude has literally <clears throat> lost every important character in his life. He still has all his friends and everything. He just lost Gamora. His, the the most important people of his life are dead. Yeah. Except, I mean, I mean, like, Drax is important, sure. Mantis is important, sure. But the most important people to Peter Quill were his mom, and whether he was a dick or not, Yondu, and Gamora. The mo- the three most important people in Peter Quill's life are gone. It's true. And, like, and then he, I mean, he killed his own dad. And That was pretty fucked up. It was terrible. I feel like Drax and Mantis are more like friends amongst the group. Oh yeah, they're buddies, you know. But like he just like heard that his wife just died. Pretty, well, practically. Practically, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I don't know. It just. I, don't know. I mean, he could have waited an extra like thirty seconds. I, and they, all, I definitely, they legit had the glove almost off. off. Like there was a moment where Pe- where Peter actually uh, <clears throat> Spider Man actually yeah. had it off. You gotta wonder. Think about it this way too, though. Like even if they got it off of him, what could they have done? I mean, like they could like they wouldn't the even they stone. couldn't even understand. Well, I mean, even if if one of them flipped it on, they'd probably die. Well, you think I don't so? think so. I you think, think the, see, the, gauntlet, you think the gauntlet stops. It? That's one of the things that, like, I think the tesseract itself was dangerous. Do I yeah. think the space stone is dangerous? No, not really. Do I? I don't think the time stone is necessarily dangerous. 
um, the Power Stone, I think, is only dangerous because of its ability. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's got an explosive effect to it. Like, a strength-based explosive effect. And if you're not strong enough to wield it, it's going to kill you. I think the other stones don't really apply to that rule. To a point where I think if you had a gauntlet with all of them, the fact that you have five other ones that aren't the Power Stone, you'd survive it. Because the continuous power loop would just counteract that. Um, like, I feel like you could definitely pick up the Mind Stone if you wanted. Oh, yeah. I mean, and vision, just have I mean, they it. held it. Vision held it. I mean, yeah. You know, the like Tesseract. I, I mean, it's the, the Tesseract was its own thing. You know, it's the Cosmic Cube. And then Thanos had to break it to get the stone. Yeah. So, so that, like, that prevented people from directly physically touching it. But, but I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's, they're so it's, it's funky. They need to explain more. They need to come out with like an encyclopedia for this shit. Yeah. Because they don't explain certain things and just leave it up to <clears> speculation. And I will say, I mean, Thanos, Thanos was cool. Oh, he, yeah. He was cool. But he's, a, I mean, just... He's weak as a villain compared to his common counterpart. I mean, like, you look at him, the comparison, like, their motivations and, like, just the, the sheer level of insanity and evil and, and you know, the craziness of the, the comic book version versus this one. I mean, I realize they have to water it down a little bit. This is going to be, like, a kid's film to a degree, too. Kids are going to like it. Adults are going to like it. Yeah, he's not killing his mom in her laundry. I know, I know. It's But, you know, it was just like, I, I, as the movie progressed and the more scenes I saw with him, I was like, you know... They could have had Terex the Terrible or something in his place. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, ah. I mean, it was, was good, but I'm just, I'm not, I wasn't sold on him. I liked him. I, liked I was completely movie. sold. I, I, just, I'd, uh, I'd prefer him to not be a simp. Well, I'm, I'm glad he. it wasn't the death story because the death story is so obvious. It's it's a, he's going to fall for her and then she's going to fool him and then he's going to, like, be pissed then he's going to get away from her, and that's going to be a story. Instead, they went with the whole, he thinks he's right, so he does this. No one else is going to tell him different, and that's it. Even his daughter is like, you don't understand. Like, you think you know the way. You don't know the way. You're a, you're just making this shit up because you're a psychopath. Yeah. And he's like, no, but, like, you don't understand because you can't understand. I know the way. And shut up, Gamora. You're about to throw you off this ledge. Yeah, right, exactly. But, um... You dead. You dead as hell. Right, you dead as hell. <laughs> no, but, uh, I think, more than anything, the reason that they kind of weakened Thanos, or at least made him less, uh, less violent, necessarily. Because, I mean, sure, he killed Loki, I feel like that was more like just an eight years coming revenge thing. Well, his power set was different, too. He was, I mean, he's, he's really strong on this, yeah. but he's not yeah. near the comic level. I mean, they, they nerfed well, yeah. a lot of people, but, I mean, it was just like, I wanted them to look, go over well, yeah. like make him super OP and insane. But, like, if you're looking at where Marvel's movies are at this point, like, coming out of Civil War was the last event movie, and since then... The heroes have have not been together. They're not even half of them aren't even cool with each other technically. So then you come into an event like this where Thanos is is coming, and the team is split in half, and they're rusty as shit because they haven't had to deal with a world-ending threat in fucking years. I mean, they're all rusty, and Thanos is like already at his at his prime, and he's like, "Yeah, I got some stones, bitch," <laughs> and like. If they if they made him as crazy as comic at that point, I, it would have never been 
like the, all the heroes would have actually died. There would there like they would have died in a fight. It wouldn't have even been the snap. Like they would have just died. Like he would have crushed Spider Man when he grabbed him. Like <laughs> I mean, it's true. There were, definitely. Like there were a lot of moments, and you know it's it's crazy to think about it because I think it they did it on the they did this on purpose to make it seem like. He was truly a good guy, and they were just in his way. Yeah. Like, where he has that line where he says he calls it mercy, yeah, what he he's doing. Yeah. And if you watch, he's, if he's you watch the movie, lives. there's a lot of moments where he could easily kill a hero, and he doesn't. He purposely doesn't. Like, even the scene with Scarlet Witch holding them back while she's trying to kill Vision, like, he could easily just use a stone real quick and just move her out of place. Like, that chaos magic is just pushing him. That's all she's doing. Like, it's just a holdback thing. He's not even using the stones at that moment. He's just walking through it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of times in the movie where I was like, uh, he could be using some things. This is really strange. And the other thing the other thing I didn't really like, and this is, we've discussed this before, is the complete lack of cosmic beings. The complete lack. Oh, yeah. I mean, Galactus, we understand. It's Understandable. You know, whatever. But no eternity. No eternity. No living tribunal. No love no and hate. No stranger. No love and hate. <laughs> Chaos order. Nothing. Yeah, Master Chaos. I mean, like, nothing. And that bothered me. It's like, it's that is part of the whole story of the Infinity Stones. I think it could happen in 4, though. They need to fucking... I don't remember. Didn't... When Guardians 2 came around, did they not... When they were, You remember when... Uh, they there were, was the Eternity were, Easter egg... Where you could see the universe in Peter's eye. But didn't they show, like, when they were teleporting from world to world to world, hop and hop and hop and didn't they go past the Living Tribunal? Or no, no, they went past the Watchers. I thought they went past the Living Tribunal. No, too. it was Stan Lee, and he was hanging with the Watchers, telling them the stories of certain things. Like, because oh, yeah. he's the informant of the Watchers. Yeah. He tells them everything that goes on. Um... There was another world that they went through, but it was like just a random dude from Thor's one of Thor's realms. Uh-huh. But no, no, no living tribunal. I wish. I w- I really would like to see the living tribunal. <clears throat> I think he'd be pretty sweet. sweet. Yeah, or like he's the one pulling the strings, or, or something. if he's just aware that shit's going on and watching over. Well, I mean, the reason a living tribunal didn't step in and stop Thanos to begin with is because. You know, like Eternity, in the comic comic books, Eternity went up to him, they they held he a trial. Like, oh, help me. He's like, he's like, hey, <laughs> he's trying to assert my power. He's trying to take my place as literally all that is. He's it, trying to become all that is. And the like living that's tri- right. Well, like, the living tribunal said, yeah, that's the that's nature. You know, the weak are replaced by the strong. Mm-hmm. And if you can't handle it, he's going to replace you. That's the natural order of things. I'm right. not getting involved. And it was interesting to see. And then it was just like, fuck it, you're dead. Yeah, right. And then he became Eternity. And that that's crazy. why that's where the downfall came in. I heard there's a... Speaking of, this is kind of like off on a tangent, but I read earlier that there's a, there were like people that seen Benedict Cumberbatch on set for Avengers 4 in a scene that's described as him having conversation with a completely CGI character. So the people are thinking that Doctor Strange might grab Dormammu and have Dormammu join the fight somehow. Like maybe Doctor Strange opens up the dark dimension to the real world just mm. for like a moment. Like to let it happen. I don't know, Dormammu's he wants to destroy the, the well this particular reality, so if he if Thanos killed half the beings, he'd be happy. 
Right. Dormammu, just, he literally just wants to kill everything, destroy everything, you know. Right. He doesn't really want to rule. He, he wanted to rule this sometimes, I think, in the comics. And other other, other times, they kind of, like, change the storyline. But Well, that's when they make a... That's when Doctor Strange makes a bargain. <laughs> that's when yeah, right. Dormammu that was come so to bargain. That movie was so good. <laughs> oh, he just died, like, 30 times like, Oh, it was hilarious. I died laughing. Speaking of which, Doctor Strange, really fucking cool in this movie. Yeah, that really was, uh, fucking cool. That I, was very well done. Like his, his acting, of course, is always spot on. Spot Benedict on. Cumberbatch, you know. But I mean, in general, you know, I didn't expect him to have such a prominent role. His power that he did, where he turned into like the the Indian god for like half a that second, that was awesome. And then he separated into like a hundred of himself and fucking wrapped around Thanos. That was the shit. I hate movies. Can't smoke in here. No, I'm dying for a cigarette. Get no cigarette juice! You don't even need to smoke to enjoy cigarette juice! Hi, I'm the character Spaghetti, and when I'm not spooking, I like to smoke. When I can't smoke, I choose cigarette juice, because it tastes great, and it's filled with the nicotine and the tar that I need. Goose Spaghetti. Oops. Cigarette. Juice. Cigarette juice from Cinco Drinks. It's natural. Fucking Spider-Man. That was sweet. Swinging through the fucking meteors coming at him. That was sweet. Saving the Guardians as they're about to get hit. Like, oh, I was so hyped. I think Spider-Man probably had the coolest scenes. He did. His his comedy scenes were, like, spot on. Oh, yeah. Was Footloose good? No. 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 It, It never was. No, he was like, "Was it the be- is it the best movie on earth?" He was like, "No, it never was." It's so funny. He's, he's like, really? He's like, "Damn it!" That <laughs> like, was so great. Drax, fucking invisible, confirmed. Uh, was or, it? You, I mean, are you really? I don't know. If you you got to watch the movie again so you, so you can laugh at that even more because um, he has that really long joke about how if he stands perfectly still, no one will no one will see him with their with their eyes, and like they start that scene with. Uh, with a long shot going down the hallway that Drax is standing at the end of. So you would definitely see him if he's there, but he's not. (laughs) So then he says that he's standing there for an hour, but, like, they don't even see him until he goes to eat them chips. That's true. I mean, he was, I mean, when they they pan into the scene. They, like, show the hallway and he's just not there. But when he goes to eat, like, that's when they're like, dude, (laughs) how long you been here? Uh... An hour. <clears throat> as, as long as I stay perfectly still, no one can see me. That's so fucking funny. Dude, we can see you eating. He's like... It was really he's funny. He's like, no, no, I am... I did like He's how, like, I'm sure I am invisible. <laughs> yeah, sure I'm invisible. I did like how like they threw Hulk through Strange's window in the exact same spot as the Silver Surfer did in the comics. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like a stand-up. Yeah, the like the same shit, through, right through the staircase. Yeah, and right through the window. Yeah, because they don't, they don't obviously own the property, so yeah. they can't like use the Silver Surfer, which, and it's, it's, that sucks. Understandable. And it but, sucks, yeah. Yeah. Not that long. And, like, you have a character, like, another good example of a character who's not, like, available because of the contract rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's completely untouched by any film so far is Mephisto. Oh, yeah, completely. You know? I mean, he's basically the devil, you know? Yeah. But he's obsessed with the, he's, like, really obsessed with the purity of the Silver Surfer's soul. So a lot of stuff that he's, a lot of the comics he shows up in is just him trying to pollute Norrin Rand's mm-hmm. soul. And, you know, it's, I don't know. 
That's crazy stuff, though. Yeah, it's, I think it's it would, I think it would add a whole massive layer to the movie that they couldn't even touch on in a three-hour movie. But they did lots of shit with him, like, him though. Like he, we had to deal with Spider-Man. They he erased uh, Spider-Man's marriage mm-hmm. as part of a deal to save Aunt May, which makes no sense. That was just a deal to save Marvel. And he was also uh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> at the time they were like, "No, nah, dude, don't do that." Aunt May's been near death for like 45, 50 fucking years. Right. It's unnecessary at this point. It's unnecessary for his his aunt to be like 70 as well. How many times do we have to go over his... Like when they reboot the comics, which they do like every 20 years, how many times do we have to like see Aunt May again being... You know, he's hiding his identity from Aunt May and it's part of the thing. That's annoying. It gets old. It's very old. It's not fun. Right, you know, it's, like, it's been told a million times. Exactly, and it gets it just gets annoying. Like, oh, Peter's getting in trouble. Oh, look, people are pissed at Peter because he had to hide. I'd rather just see Miles' origin at this point. I know, yeah. you know, even though it's not nearly as exciting as Peter's. Like, just give me something fresh. Aunt May and Uncle Ben dying is not fresh. You know, that the cauldron that uh, t- that Tony oh yeah on, the cauldron of the cosmos that Tony leans on, it's um. He's had it in the comics since, he, I want to say it was the, the early days of Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have the same place in his armory as things like the Eye of Agamotto or Darkhold or anything. It's like something that Strange uses to relax. Like He can view different realities and timelines mm-hmm. uh, with it, and he would sit for hours on end and dwell upon uh, the mysteries of the universe. That's great. You know, it's basically just a scrying stone or whatever. Right. Um, it's kind of funny, like... The way this, you know, Tony and, and Doctor Strange are both very, very intelligent people, mm-hmm. um, but they still manage to like really annoy each other. You know, which is true for most geniuses. Well, yeah, because in like even in Doctor Strange, like he was kind of a pretentious dude. Like in the very beginning, he was like really like, like I'm the shit. Look at me. Like he was just like Tony, just a doctor. That was, I mean, that was really the only difference. They're like the same dude. Yeah. Like just different paths. It's crazy. It's kind of weird. Ebony Maw was very well done. Very well done. He was the best of the the Black Dwarf. Oh, yeah. Black Dwarf. I don't remember Black Dwarf at all. Who was he supposed to be? Huh? Did he exist in the comics? Black Dwarf was in the comics, yeah. I don't remember him. All all four of them were were in the comics, but they weren't added until recently. um, I think they were added in the Infinity run by Jonathan Hickman, I think. Hmm. I think he's the one that did it. But, uh... Yeah, Black Dwarf was amongst them. They changed his name to Cull Obsidian with this one. Um, they nerfed Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive because they're just too OP in the comics. And then they buffed the hell out of Ebony Maw to make him, like, stronger than Doctor Strange, theoretically. Yeah. Like, I mean, he just outclasses Doctor Strange, like, multiple times in the first moment they fight, like... Like, right out the gate, he has him put up against the wall, and he does that brick thing. Oh, I thought that was so fucking cool. That was really sweet. And then he, like, just takes the wall with him into the ship. And then he does, like, the glass acupuncture where he's, like, you know, make a move and you're dead. It's crazy. I liked Mant- how Mantis's powers in this were kind of, like... Like she didn't really do a whole lot to hang out and be a cheerleader. For yeah, she was hilarious, too. But then, like, yeah, when they did use her, it wasn't really funny. It was oh, yeah. Hold on. Um, we take name or what she say? We take uh, butts and kick take, names. She's like take, uh, kick names and take ass. That's so funny. <laughs> that 
That was so good. Oh my god! And then and at the end, you see the winter. Well, not the end, but you know, midway through the the first part of the movie, you've got the Winter Soldier coming back, you know, getting and, getting his new arm. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. You, I mean, it was nice to see him again. Like I like Bucky. I'm I'm glad he got to a certain point. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm kind of bored with the uh, homeless man looking Captain America at this point, though. I'm like, just shave your fucking beard, put the costume on again. You know, like I don't know. I'm bored. I'm bored with Cap. Period. Yeah, I think well, Chris Evans needs to get his final movie, a really good hurrah moment with the shield, and then be done. Like, I'm well, actually ready for it. Like, it'd be nice to see him or Tony restart Shield, and you know. Like, I think Tony's gonna restart Shield because step back and have other people take on the roles. If you know? if Tony does it, it comes full circle with his dad. It's true. You know, he because his dad started it with Peggy. 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 She did as hell. I heard. Uh, there's theories that, um, you remember Age of Ultron when Scarlet Witch gave them all visions of the, of the future or some yeah. shit or, or just their life or some shit. Um, I seen there's a theory that Captain America's, uh, his little vision where he was in the ballroom and he sees Peggy and she asks him for the dance and then everybody's gone. Yeah. I heard that was like a potential future scene. Where he gets thrown back in time. And the disappearing thing was just a reference to Infinity War. Like, snap and everybody's gone. Um, hmm. But I heard there's a theory that, like, when everything is resolved in, uh, in Avengers 4, like, they're gonna, like, Cap's gonna sacrifice himself. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean,. And like, or maybe they, they just they don't do anything with him. the character. I mean, this is the other thing. We keep assuming they're going to kill off some of these guys to make room for new ones. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're just like fuck it, and they just don't do them. Like right. Hemsworth wants to do Thor, so they'll do another. I Thor think they'll movie. do that, and they'll probably do another Iron Man movie. But what if they're, what if they're just like you know what? Fuck Scarlet Witch, Captain America. We just won't touch the property for a while, and we'll make Fantastic Four. We'll make Moon. They could we'll just Ghost fuck Rider, off with a couple know? characters. Like Scarlet Witch could just be gone. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want that necessarily because I think they can do so much more. You but like that Skeletor looking bitch. I do. She's cute. She's gross. She looking. is cute she's as too shit. Skinny. I don't like women skinny. Like she's cuter than half the she female cast have, of that movie. She needs to have a hamburger. You're crazy. Uh uh. That's gross. You're crazy. She's, she got she got some titties. She lives off slim fat. You say she's got titties. She got some titties. Your dad's gonna listen to this and slap your mouth. He got man. He got some titties. Oh, leave your dad's playing. Leave your dad's titties. Yeah, you better say he's playing. No, you but kill you. Uh, he would say she got some titties because she got some titties. Tis, tis. She only looks like it because she's skinny. That's just how the world works, young man. She's got some titties. Let's shut up. All right. I love her. No. Um, what else? Do we, I mean, because the next property is Black I mean, Panther. Yeah. I think he's got to come back. Well, yeah. I mean, that's he's not only is he an absolutely brilliant actor, but it was a lot of fun. Like you know, like having him. Yeah, in the in the Civil War movie, his scenes were kind of like over overly angry. You know, obviously his dad just oh, died. Oh yeah, but, you know. it was a full revenge mission. But you know, the movie version of him was fantastic. Great, he incredible. That man is such a good actor. Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, He's I mean, what's actor. next for Marvel? I mean, movie wise, we've got Ant Man two. Ant Man two. We've got uh, Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel and Avengers four. Then Avengers four. And then um, Spider-Man 2, which true. just casted Mysterio. 
I want that classic costume. I, I think it's. Sweet. I think it'll. I think it has potential to happen. The fishbowl. The more I think about it, the more I think it can happen. Because Vulture, his costume was pretty shit in the comics. I mean, just like a green suit with the wing, with the real wings. It was kind of shit. They needed to revamp it. But Mysterio's costume—it's really eccentric. It almost looks like it could be a hero costume. It's true. So, like, I think that it could work as long as they flesh out his story and whatever and why he does it because if they if they do it right and you know he is like just a sound effects stage dude or whatever and he gets pissed off because he's outshined by people like it'd be great to see him build his suit as he's doing productions and shit in the theater true. and then go full villain it'd be sweet because we got to be a black panther doctor strange spider-man Captain Marvel. I mean, these are all characters that they can reuse. The, 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 Guardians, the actors want to come back. Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn said that Guardians 3 is, like, very highly likely going to happen. And very highly likely going to contain Adam Warlock or Magus. It'd be sweet. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, they set up Adam Warlock. Like, big time. You yeah. know? Yeah. And what if I that still, both of them? I still say that that failed... Uh, Warlock Cocoon and the Collectors could, It very well could that be was him a, That was the major, I'm pretty sure I think uh, I I think it would be sweet If both of them showed up Like it was just the same dude, just like a good one and a bad one And the Guardians are like There for the fight Yeah, That'd be the shit um, As long as they fleshed out Who Adam is and what he's all about I mean they've got untitled films That they're working on there. They A bunch of them about it. I mean, you've got like, well, uh, yeah, Blade, Brother Voodoo, Man Thing. They've Ghost had Blade Rider. for a while and they haven't done um, anything. Like, Marvel themselves have had Blade for they like do four a, years. They could do a fucking Midnight Suns movie. That would be awesome. That'd be crazy. You know, do individual movies with each one of them and have them come together. I mean, you got Adam Warlock, Quasar, Nova. Nova, um, yes, please. You could have even Chris, Moon Knight. I still think Moon Knight deserves. Something. I would love to see him. I mean, Mark Spector is so fucking crazy. Ah, awesome. He's just nuts. You know, I mean, just that. I don't know. There's something about the Kanchu or however you say that name, the Egyptian god that gives him his powers. Uh huh. Also drives him completely nuts. Yep. Like completely insane. And you could have Captain. You could have Star Lord die in Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy three and have him replaced by Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know that'd be interesting. So you could, have, or you could have you know Black Widow and Bring Wasp in Ms. step Marvel, up. Marvel, the little, uh, the younger one. That's um, true. There's so many freaking characters they could touch on. I, need I mean, it. you got the Beyonder, Norman Osborn, you know, Green Goblin. They could put him in there. I mean, there's. They're going to have a lot more options a lot in a couple more. of years, you know. And if Sony decides to go full on with this Marvel's, like, Marvel Spider-Man team-up movie shit where Sony allows them to do it over and over, we're going to get a lot of good Spider-Man shit, too. I heard that we might even get, uh, like, I heard they're, they're working on Black Panther 2 right now, and Michael B. Jordan is being talked about for coming back in a potential ancestral plane moment. Ooh. And there's also potential for Donald Glover to come into the movie at some point. And the and the thing is, Donald Glover is the Prowler in uh, Spider-Man true. Homecoming. Very true. So would Prowler, like maybe we get a more international Black Panther 2 where he goes to like, uh, where he like polices the world finally. 
like where he's not just a Wakanda defender. Maybe Wakanda's fine, and he hears some shits going on, so he's like running the Avengers or something. Think about it this way too, though. I mean, we've got that acquisition of the Disney, you know, you know the uh, Fantastic Four, X Men oh, kind of Fox. Shit. Yeah, you're looking at like you can throw in Kang the Conqueror, uh-huh. Galactus, Doctor Doom. You know, you've got like I mean, it doesn't happen until 2019, but. It does if it gets gets approved. I mean, the X Men and the Fantastic Four will definitely play major roles in the next Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, phases, and it's either it's going to be interdimensional, you know, trickery or something. Think about it this way too: you could have they they could finish out the X Men that era, you know, that that whole series because I mean they have a pedigree of films. Yeah, they got like three they could more. introduce the Fantastic Four, have them rip a hole in the space time continuum, and have them appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think Universe. that's the way they gotta go. I think you know. because X Men is currently being made as a movie series for Fox, mm-hmm. the second that deal goes through, let Fox do their thing because I know there are people that like those movies. I do like the X Men movies that they make. I mean, you got an option to do an X Men versus Avengers. That well, shit would be tight. Be fucking crazy. Adventures in the in the next. Negative zone, time travel. I think if it know. goes through, they could potentially end Phase Four with Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and then they lead into Phase Five, which is X Men. I think they could do with the, the the Avengers. They could do an Avengers movie after Infinity War, or actually the last part of the Infinity War movie. They could have that lead into Secret Invasion. They could totally oh, fucking yeah. do that. Full scroll shit. Yeah. So you could, I mean, at the end of Infinity War, you just have one of the characters that gets killed. They find the body, it's a scroll, and they wonder, okay, who else is, you know, who's a scroll, who's not? That'd be crazy, just a person, you see, like, them just wither away. Oh, well, yeah, well, we've talked about see, that And then before. you see, like, the green skin. And <clears throat> Even if it's a throwaway scene, like, just a common a person on the street gets hit by a chunk of debris, and they, re- they turn into a scroll, you see people staring at yeah, them, like, what the fuck? A, that the camera, sweet post Yeah, the camera pans away, and then they, you know, oh, they don't touch man. it for an entire movie or two, you know. Oh, um, I heard Ghost, the... The villain of Ant-Man 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard she's uh, more than likely uh, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. Oh. Uh, Goliath. No shit. Yeah, so they're playing the whole Hank Pym was Ant-Man and whatever. His daughter is the Wasp, and she's with the new Ant-Man and whatever. Meanwhile, Goliath, his daughter, becomes the villain of the story, Ghost. And she's, like, fucking with the quantum realm and shit. Really, uh... That'd be awesome. Really neat. And I think it'd be sweet if they bring, like, Goliath in on everything. Like, if we actually get to see Lawrence Fishburne do that shit. Cause I, I think it'd be su- I think it'd be such a throw. That man is so funny. He's such a good actor. He's, He's great. I've loved him ever since, uh... Morpheus. Well, not even before well, that. Well, before that, uh, what was... Event Horizon. I loved him in Event Horizon from <sighs> 1998. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. He was the Boys in the Hood? He was, he was the dad in Boys in the Hood. No shit. I don't yeah. even remember that. Yep, Cuba yeah. Gooden Jr.'s dead. That's um, crazy. I love Lawrence Fishburne. I think he's a great actor, and I think if he plays Goliath and they don't show him do some Goliath shit, it's a throwaway. What if they have him, like, as Goliath and Thor shoots lightning through him? That'd be funny. Like, in Civil War, he just shows his lands and goes, Hey, is that Thor? Boom! Oh, my God. I'm off! And he just flies over. Ah! Speaking of Thor, he was fucking incredible in the Battle of Wakanda. That was awesome. Well, he's, he was definitely over here. He's that Odin Force. Holy when he shit. jumped and then slammed the electricity and just that wiped awesome. out. Or when he was flying around and then, yeah, like, took out the, the uh, ships. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so cool. They were, like, retreating because he was wrecking them so fast. Well, I will say that that reminded me 
a lot of Attack of the Clones when they were shooting the, the oh yeah they were trying to take off and they were shooting them down. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a bit of a. I liked it though. I like I like, like Attack of the Clones. So like when I seen that, I was like, holy shit! Because they took it to another level when he hit, when he went through it and then went up and blew it up. It was fucking so cool. Or when Thanos like when Tony crushed Thanos with a big ass piece of debris. And then yeah. he blew it up, caught it with the space stone, and then used the reality stone to turn it into bats. And like that was great. Oh, it was that. so perfect. Everything about it. It was pretty good. I mean, like I said, the, the faults I had with it were mainly omissions and the the nerfing of of, of Thanos. Otherwise, it was great. I yeah. loved it. I'm interested to see the calamity that affected Saturn, right? Or uh, Titan. Titan. So Titan's axis is off by six degrees. It's completely fucked up and devoid of life. I think they're using that as a setup for Galactus. Me too. I'm, I'm confident. I, th- I think that's a thing because the whole, uh, <clears throat> like, Thanos knows that something is going to wreck this this planet. It's attracting too much attention because they're, they're power. Overpopulated. Output, overpopulated. Lots of energy and lots of life. And he's, Galactus, the eater of worlds, sees that this one world has a lot to eat. Uh-huh. And then fucking just devours it. It's I think that's. Crazy. I think there's a high possibility that they could touch on that. Because he later. doesn't eat the planets himself. He just sucks the energy He's, out. Yeah, of them. he, he, just he sucks leaves it. a burnout husk. Yeah. You know, although he can't do it to all of them. He tried to eat uh, Wraith World when they're in Rom, uh-huh. and the dire Wraiths. You know, their their powers are so evil and so dark, and the the energy they put out is so twisted and you know just disgusting. He couldn't physically consume the planet. It just started to poison him. So there's certain planets planets he cannot eat. At least in the Marvel. I know. think Titan could be eaten, though. Oh, no, totally. No, you know he's, he, I mean? he, oh, yeah. The Eternals? Oh, yeah. I think you that'd know. be sweet. I'd like to see them throw some Eternals in there. I'd like to see Hyperion thrown in there. You I know. could also see it being a thing where they show a Celestial show up, mm-hmm. like, in a near past time. Like, because the Guardians scene where they showed the Celestial annihilate the planet with the Power Stone, yeah. that was supposed to be, like, way in the past, like, millions of years ago. Like... A long, long I time ago. I would see them show up to Thanos and have Thanos that just wipe them out. That would be sweet. Have like a little scene of them fighting Thanos. Because if they show like, if they show the, um, I think, oh, that'd be sweet to start the movie with. Oh, yeah. Just a have, celestial on Titan, like annihilating life yeah, just, Thanos. Just, just like, Thanos is sitting there staring out. And he's in and space, like looking down. Like, yeah. Shit. Like, because he got exiled. He, like, they were like, fuck out of here. You gotta go. That would be kind of cool. Like, and then they show like them show up to his doorstep, and he's got the gauntlet, and he's just looking up at him like that's crazy. Like you fuckers really think you got a chance? That's awesome. <sighs> Although as weak as the Infinity Stones are in this universe, they might have a fucking chance, you know? Yeah, I feel like well, part of the mercy thing. He never really wanted to kill any of them. He wanted the gauntlet to do the choosing. And it's interesting because he did something. You know, remember the last episode we did? We talked about how Thanos. How the other celestials, I should say, um, you know, they they plant their seeds in the planet and they use the planet's population to feed the seed and protect yeah. the seed until it hatches. Well, Thanos, that could be a, a motivation. Well, yeah, Thanos just killed half the freaking, you know, the life on all the planets. So you're, you're looking at like half their energy is just halved. You gotta wonder how many of these seeds were midway through gestation and just died because they were they were getting used to a certain flow of power and that flow got cut off, so they just withered and died. You know, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, if beings like Eon exist, then you know they'll do something else with some of the cosmic beings. I'm sure they just have to wait. I mean, they might have stuff in mind. I seen know. uh I seen someone look looked back and said like, 
you know, Heimdall said that he could see like 10 trillion souls in the known universe. Yeah. So theoretically, Thanos just killed 5 trillion plus souls in that snap. And then I thought about it like, damn, on Earth, with the way we got planes and helicopters and cars oh, yeah. and oh, shit. A lot of people died. When you snap and all them people disappear, you killed way more than half, oh, bro. Yeah. Like, a people lot of people just die due to accidents that happen yeah. because of what you just did. Uh, air air traffic control dudes oh, yeah. disappear, and then the fucking planes just can't. There's a lot of consequences to it. People driving in cars, driver disappears, you know. I'm going to be real fucking pissed if they start the, this movie with, like, a five-year memoriam for Peter Parker or some shit in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. I'd cry my eyes out in the first five minutes, and then I'd be like... Whatever, I'd, that kid ain't I'd be dead. Like, Fuck you, Feige. <laughs> you know that ain't right. He'll come back at the end of the movie and be crybabies. Yeah, I'll, I'll, he'll come back, and I'll still be crying. What, are you going to cry now? Come on, cry, baby, cry for me. Come on, cry. <laughs> Deep in the recesses of my brain, a tiny red-hot little flame began to grow. I'd be like, you hey, let they kill my boy Pete. <laughs> I'm going to get you some panties and stuff. Give me some sweet ones. Unnecessary. Give me some cheetah no, joints. take it that level so mean. Give me some cheetahs. Next time, we're going to just see, we've been reading. Next, next episode, we've been reading, you know, different comics and stuff. I've been getting into the X-Men series. And the, the issue that Mike and I both bitched about, and we're going to cover this, is the fact that the newer comic series, you can't, like, they'll have, you know, a storyline. Like, oh, X-Men versus, you know, young X-Men. And instead of, it just, you know, you'll have like, it'll be like three issues. And you're like, oh, I can read three issues. It'll be great. But you lose the story in But there's a fucking the tie-in. There's like 50 tie-ins. <laughs> Civil War was like that. There was like hundreds of tie-in books. And it's just like, dude... Yeah, I do want to read the whole story. I really, really do. I'm not going to go out and collect a hundred fucking other comics. Some of them have, have, have characters I don't give a fuck about. Right. You know, the Runaways. Who? So? You know, like, what the fuck? You know, what? It's, it's really bad. I'm, I'm, this makes me want to run away. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? It's just like Power Pack. You know, you have X-Men. You do shit like, like, like X-Men versus Avengers. And then, you know... The story is continued in Power Pack number forty-five. I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, like why? It's it makes, why? it's really really annoying. And yeah, you can skip it because they do do a synopsis at the beginning of most of the comics. Yeah, you know, previously, you know, this is um, what happened. This but, person, but did it's this. not the same thing. No, it's really not. You lose a lot of effect, and you don't know who certain new characters to the story are. Well, that's the problem I ran into. You mm-hmm. know. But we'll we'll cover that. I mean, I could bitch about that for ages. They legit like took the X Men from the past, stuck them in the present. And then there's like there's so many storylines that go everywhere. It's, it's just fucked. It's all over. And place. that that's the other thing we can talk about is how much of a fail. I mean these and Brian Michael Bendis, you know, is a, is a really good Bendis. writer. He's a good writer. He's, he's cool. you know like he's, he's like like Stegman. He's going back to Superman soon. Oh, I know. That's cool. But like like, like uh, uh, Ryan Stegman, who I know, he's yeah. you know from the Comic Con circuit. You know, not he's. Personally, like we've only hung out once or twice, right? But you know, he's a very nice guy, and Ryan is a really good, you know, Venom artist. He, he's like the Venom artist right now. Yeah, he. I just seen his cover. It's the shit. <clears throat> it's amazing. I read that comic cover to cover, you know. And he does it right though. His the way he writes, you know, not writes the way he draws the the characters and stuff. It's consistent. It's well done, and it's proportioned. You know, some of these other comics that we're picking up and reading. They're weird. Like, they, I showed him a comic, uh, showed Mike a comic today where 
you know, a couple of panels, Jean Grey. It's like, oh, it's a redhead, you know. Like, whatever. she looks like traditional she, Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. Yeah. And then, like, one panel, she looks like Frog Lady. Her eyes, one <laughs> her eye. face just changed Dude, completely. it's like somebody hit her with a frying pan in the face. Her fucking eyeballs. For no are, reason. They're going two different directions. It was fucked Like, up. mouth is all slag-jawed. It was weird. And then they went back to normal drawing. And then it's, it's like, it's it's a bit like how the Fantastic Four um, in the Unlimited Universe was, where it was obvious they were using real people. As references. As references. Yeah. And it's fine if you want to do that. But it was, they would copy the, they'd use, the, they weren't looking at just like a movie or something. They were looking at a picture of somebody smiling and looking in the distance. And they'd use that face. For it's like just, Sue Storm, it's just bad. But then later in that comic book, they'd have a completely different character, the exact same expression, the exact same facial structure, everything is just a different color, and maybe dark hair. Yeah. And you look at it, and you just go, okay, that's Sue Storm with dark hair. Oh wait, no, they just reused that face. Mm-hmm. And shit like that drives me nuts. Yeah, it's know? just lazy. See, I just went off on a rant about that, and we're talking about that in the next episode. That's just half my episode. Great. One more week. Fuck it. One more week. Get that episode, bitch. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. You download. Yeah, right. You listen to this. <laughs> you listen. Send us in some fun questions. We like questions. Send us questions. Questions are neat. We like theories. Give. Um, tell us to shut up. It's okay, too. Do that. You can find us on Twitter at at DFAMPodcast. <laughs> um, obviously, we're on YouTube. YouTube. The yeah. YouTube. Um, if you like looking at a, a picture of our, what should I call it? What do you call that thing that we have? A logo. A logo. Look at a picture of our logo drawn by my wife, because it's fun, and it's free, <laughs> so I take it. I take it because it's free. What you going to do, charge me for it? What you going to do? I'll put her out in the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would kill me. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you like looking at the logo, or just, you know, if you have the YouTube and you find it better to do that, you know, you can do that um, and listen to it, but, you know. Hit us with the feedback. Hit us up with some feedback. Yeah, let us know what you think. We're doing pretty good. Uh, my friend Kevin Miner who is uh, one of 15 brothers, apparently. No, he's not that many brothers. 15 brothers. Um, Kevin Miner says he still likes our first episode. He says it was very good. It's his favorite. 15 brothers who are just regular brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I love Rick and Morty. That's something else we should celebrate, ladies and gentlemen. Rick and Morty, 70 episodes. 70. We'll do a a Rick and Morty episode. That's like seven seasons. It's like 70 episodes <laughs> of awesome. That's oh, so good. All right, we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.